Lord, we thank you for you are a holy God. We bless your name. We glorify your name. Now, Lord, may you be exalted above every other thing that as we gather this morning to speak about your name, to raise adoration, Lord, may you be enthroned. May you be enthroned in our hearts, in everything of ours, Lord, King of glory. We bless you. We worship you in Jesus' name. So we want to thank the Lord so much. I see there are 122 people logged on this morning. I want to imagine these are over, if you multiply by two, we've represented our families in very special ways. So as we gather this morning to adore the Lord, let us bring our families before the Lord in adoration, the jobs, everything. I really bless the Lord for this number. So friends, I've been introduced. I'm Lilian Atskunda Tumuhimbise. Um, I want to thank the Lord so much for the leadership of all saints, for trusting me that I can be able to bring the word of the Lord as the Holy Spirit enables me. This is an opportunity that I don't take for granted. Therefore, may the Lord bless you for using you to choose me, to be the vessel to bring the word of the Lord this morning. We've been told this whole month, we've been looking at the theme, the prayer of a righteous has great power and is working. And that is in James chapter 5, verse 16. And today's topic is adoration in prayer, which is in Matthew chapter 6, verse 9. And uh, I'll be reading the, the version the amplified is ahead. There is a, an amplified version that I quoted ahead. But this one I have is, it says, This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Let's just look quickly about what adoration means. In simple terms, adoration can be acknowledgement of God's supreme power. It can mean you respect, you have respect, reverence. It means you're appreciating God's greatness. It means you can be expressing love to, to, to God. Mm -hmm. You are expressing your obedience to the Lord as you're praying, you're obeying him. So uh, these are some of the simplest forms of, of uh, explaining adoration. So um, I, I want us to start from our personal lives and then bring it into the real scripture. We all know that in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 22 to 33, which I will not read, it is a critical scripture which talks about wives and husbands, how they fall in love, how they need to worship the Lord as wives and husband. The wife is submitting to, to the husband. The husband is loving the wife as Christ loved the church. So, the spirit of the Lord led me to begin with this. Uh, and the Lord was telling me, Lillian, any kind of person that will adore me in prayer, usually most of them, they begin from their individual lives. So as, we, as I bring this word to you, the word of God to you, I want you to first reflect on your individual lives. Maybe you are single. Look at how do you adore uh, your parents. 
How do you respect your parents? How do you work with your brothers and sisters? How do you live with your neighbors? So the Lord took me that far and said, I want you to tell them to reflect on their lives before me, before I come in. How are they living as? Because even the Bible tells us that we should love ourselves, we should love our neighbors as we love ourselves. So the Lord told me that you need to first reflect on yourselves as, as I bring this word into, into reality. And, and then as you see that scripture, the Lord also told me Genesis chapter 2, verse 20 and 23, as I was looking at a wife and a husband. We know that in Genesis chapter 2, verse 20, the Bible says, So the man gave names to all livestock, the birds in the sky and in the wild animals. But for Adam, no suitable helper was found. So the, the Lord God caused the man to fall into deep sleep. And while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and then closed up the place with flesh. Verse 22, the Lord God made a woman from the rib he had taken out of a man and he brought, her, he brought her to the man. And verse 23, this is now, this is the man now adoring, uh, praising the woman the Lord had made for him. And it says, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman for the sake for she was taken out of man. Friends, I'm not, pre I'm not wedding people today, but I'm <laughs> I want you to reflect on these words. Maybe you are a husband, maybe you are a wife, maybe you are a daughter, you are a son, you are a grandfather, you are a grandmother. The Lord is saying, in your life, in your love life as a father, as a mother, have you fulfilled what the Lord, you as a man, have you taken this wife as the love of yourself? Do you adore her? Just like Adam adored Eve, okay? And I won't stop there regarding that, but the Lord really led me to this, and I, I really was touched so much. So let's proceed and see another illustration. Another illustration of adoration before we begin, before we go into the today's scripture. The Lord took me back to, to the birth of Jesus Christ, how everything started. And we see in Matthew chapter 1, verse 20, 21, we see the angel coming to Joseph and prophesying the conception of who? Of Jesus. So I, I want us to, to reflect on whom are we adoring? We've seen a wife and husband, and the Lord links that adoration to his church. Eh? Now, we are reflecting on how Jesus was born. We are not adoring something that is just there that you don't know about, but we are adoring the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the one who was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit, hmm? the, the one who was not just born of man and maybe out of uh, the, the marital obligations, but we are talking about the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the God Almighty, the Son of Jesus Christ, who was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit. And the Lord was taking me back to that history to tell me, just take them back. I know they know it. Just take them back to reflect on who they are adoring as they come before me. So let us look at Luke, Luke chapter 1. 
verse 28 up to 35, still in a paraphrasing way. This is the time the angel came to Mary herself to also confirm it. And, and in verse 31 says, you will conceive and give birth to a son and you will call him Jesus. He will be great and he will be called son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. Wherever you are, want to thank, just clap for the Lord for this, for this, just two verses. There are three verses. Hmm? They are very pregnant verses, scriptures. Hmm? We see there is a conception by the power of the Holy Spirit. And we see a prophecy of how this son will be. So as we proceed, if you've not been adoring God, Harriet, thank you. You've led us through adoration prayers. You've led us through adoration prayers. Hmm? So we see the prophecy coming to Mary. And when we see Jesus is born in Matthew chapter 2, we see the wise men. The wise men, this was a little baby. But we see with the power of the Holy Spirit that this baby was conceived with. Already we see wise men are coming from there and they are coming to worship this baby. What a great thing. When you have that supernatural backing, when you have that unique call, there is a way the Lord will, when God has formed you in your mother's womb, even, be, you know, some of these scriptures, when you read them and you attach the power of the Holy Spirit behind them, you just find yourself in adoration even before praying, because even reading the word of the Lord is praying. So as you continue to reflect on how this, King of Kings, Jesus was born, our God. And you can't preach about Jesus without his Father and the Holy Spirit. You know the Trinity. So again, I, I'm just paraphrasing through Matthew. So Matthew chapter 3, verse 4, 11, we see John prophesying also about, talking about Jesus. And here is where he baptized him. And he says, I, verse 11, I baptize you with water for repentance, but after me comes who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I'm not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. I want to, that is the Jesus we adore in prayer. That is the God we adore in prayer by the power of his Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, friends. And verse 16 of Matthew chapter 3, it says, As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of water. At the moment, heavens opened. The heaven was opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lightening on him. Verse 17. And a voice from heaven said, This is my son whom I love, with him I am well pleased. That is the voice of God that thundered from heaven in form of a dove and confirmed that indeed this is a chosen one. He's not born of, 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 of 
just the normal birth we go through, but he was chosen. He was chosen. And we thank the Lord that we have this name, Jesus, that we have to pray through. And when you adore him, when you know that indeed he's, he, he's, he's the almighty, he's everything, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. So quickly, when we go to today's, to, to today's scripture, which is Matthew, chapter 6, verse 9. Of course, we see in the later chapters of 4 and 5, Jesus uh, goes into prayer and fasting. Then he's ushered into ministry after prayer and fasting. So when he came out of the prayer and fasting, this is when he comes to the disciples now, to the crowds in Matthew chapter 6, and he's teaching them how to pray. Okay? So the verse says, and this is the amplified version, Matthew chapter 6, verse 9, it says, our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. And Amplified puts it in brackets and says, kept holy. So we are talking about a holy God. As we come before the Lord in adoration to pray, you need to come before him knowing that he's your Father who is in heaven. But you cannot have a father when you're not the child. So this morning I want to remind you that First John Chapter 2, verse 1, we ask, the Bible says that, so we are my little children. I'm writing it to this. He's confirming to you, are you a child of the Lord? Are you a child of the Lord? Sorry, John chapter 1, verse 11 to 13. Are you a child of the Lord? You cannot be a child when you have no father. So if God is our father, I don't know whether you've been called as a child. Okay? He came, he came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Verse 12, yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave them the right to become the children of God. So this morning, before you come before the Lord in adoration, are you a child of God? Are you a child of God? Another thing we need to note in this is God is holy. And Psalms 24, verse 3 up to 6, we see David saying that, who may ascend to the hill of the Lord? Who may stand in the holy place? That one whose hands are clean, who has a pure heart. In Isaiah chapter 6, verse 1, we also see Isaiah crying, saying, oh God, who can come to your hill? Hmm? He worships the Lord and says, I see him in the time King Uzziah died. I saw the Lord high, exalted, seated on the throne. He's worshiping the Lord. He's exalting the Lord. He's adoring God. And he says, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of your glory. We see these people, they worshiped the Lord. They adored the holy God. So as we reflect on this scripture, as you're saying, our Father, hallowed be your name. He's the Holy God. He's our Father. Isaiah chapter 6, verse 5 to 8. We see Isaiah crying and saying, Woe unto me, I'm a man of unclean lips. I live among unclean lips, people of unclean lips. And, and you see, as we come before the Lord to adore God, to worship him, you need to come before him knowing that we are sinners. 
you cannot adore God when you are filth, when you're full of, of that. You come before the Lord. Even repentance itself is a form of adoration. And it's, I have it ahead. Just in one minute, I'll be there. So I was taking us through the people that adored the Lord in their ways. Isaiah was saying, no, I cannot stand before the holy God with my unclean lips. And we see the, the, the scripture says, the angel sent the coals of fire and they cleansed his lips. What a mighty God we serve. You cannot stand before him when you're sinful. You come before him with repentance. We come with our sins before him with repentance, with brokenness. Okay? And another scripture that adores the Lord is Philippians chapter 2, verse 9 up to 11. We all know it. Therefore God exalted him, Jesus, to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the mention of the name Jesus, every knee shall bow in heaven, on earth, under earth. Verse 11. And every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. That is the name Jesus, that when we come in prayer, we have to worship, we have to adore. Hmm? Most of the times when we come to church, you see the worship leaders are really uh, saying, church, lift your hands up, kneel down, and, and, and you find really they are really uh, suffering, tearing the congregation. But I always want to believe before you leave your home to come to church, to drive to all saints, maybe from Chireka, along the way, even before you, even as you prepare yourself to come to church, that alone is an act of worship. Can you come from home with the worship so that you, you lessen the work of the reverends, of the worship team, because you find the worship team is worshiping, people are looking around, they are worshiping. Actually, the, the song is saying, we bow down. Everyone is looking around. So, and, and every time I'm like, God, have we reached at a point of knowing who you are? Or, or we just know, we read you in the Bible. And so, friends, I want you to reflect to reflect the way I started, the way I started. How do you respect your husband at home? Husband, how do you love your wife at home? That love will be manifested even the way you worship the Lord. If you're a man who cannot say, sweetheart, I'm sorry, my love, forgive me. I did not intend this. If you're not a wife who says, my sweetheart, my husband, I did not intend this. Forgive me. And then you pray and, and have a peaceful home. I don't think it will be easy for you to bow down before God and really say, God, I'm sorry, forgive me. So that is why the Lord made me start with that. The wife and husband, maybe you are a son, maybe you are a daughter. Are you able to say, mommy, I'm sorry? That is how we shall be able to come before the Lord in adoration. Before you come before the Lord, have you settled the case with the brother? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So we are continuing to see as we come before the Lord, as we adore God in prayer. And I want to be quick so that we have time to indeed adore the Lord. So we can adore God in worship, in worship. 
And Revelation, the book of Revelation, tells us how John was taken into the visions of seeing how the heaven is. And he really tells us how the, the glorious God is worshipped on his throne. So uh, Revelation chapter 7, verse 11 and 12, the Bible tells us how the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures fell down on their faces before the throne and worshipped God, saying, Amen, praise and glory, wisdom and thanks and glory. Hmm? Friends, I want you, I, I pray that the Lord will teach you to worship. When you come to church, do not look at your neighbor. If you have a handbag, just put it under your hand. There is a time we were in an overnight, and the word of the Lord came to me and said, Lillian, just look around. See how they are worshipping me. And, and it struck me so much that I just fell down on my knees and said, God, have mercy upon us. Because God always says, I want to visit them, but they don't know how to worship me. May the Lord teach you how to worship him. Because most of the times we come before the Lord with prayers and the previous scripture of, the, of our topic uh, around maybe seven or eight. It says when you come before the Lord, don't come with many words. Hmm? You bubble many words. There is no scripture in your words. There is no repentance. There is no thanksgiving. All you come before the Lord is you come crying, God, you've deserted me. Where are you? I don't see you. No, no, no. The Lord wants to come, wants us to come before him in reverence, obedience, thanksgiving, worship. By the time you come to saying, God, you know my needs, the Lord is already glorified. The angels are already gathered in heaven, bowing down before the king of kings that you've worshipped, bowing down before the Lord of lords you've worshipped. And if really, now another illustration that is coming in my spirit is, is the president of Uganda and his ministers or, the, or, or when they are in parliament and the speaker is leading an MP will come and say, Honorable Speaker, my prayers are these. And, and you see, you remember one of the times our, our right Honorable Speaker, I think there was a member of parliament that was trying to be indisciplined and the lady ordered him to, to sit. I don't remember the exact thing. Just, just imagine I'm, I'm not comparing our God with the parliament, but I'm just using an illustration. Hmm? You come before God. Besides him, there is Abraham, there is Moses, there is Joseph, there is Daniel, those elders, those that, those that we read about. Then there are the creatures. Then there are the angels. I just want you to close your eyes and imagine the throne of God, which is in Revelation chapter 4. And as I come to the conclusion, I, I just want you to sit wherever you are. Just close your eyes. Maybe this morning you wanted me to tell you God is a healer. When you come before him, say, God, you are a healer. God, you are a deliverer. God, you are what? But the Lord this morning is telling me to tell you, friends, to tell you all saints, to tell you wherever you pray from. Can you learn to worship the Lord as you come before him in prayer, adoration? The Lord wants worship. Just close your eyes and imagine that throne of God.
you can i'm sure you cannot even imagine what it is but just close your eyes and say god i read about in scriptures you parted the red sea or you delivered david from the hands of goriath you protected joseph when he was in the prison and raised him from just a boy to the prime minister you are the god that closed the heavens in the times of elijah we are praying you are the god that closed the heavens in the times of Elijah, when Elijah prayed, you closed the heavens. Oh my God, just close your eyes, just close your eyes wherever you are. Just close your eyes. Reflect on that throne of God. Reflect on that throne of God. Oh, I had more slides to talk about, but the Lord is telling me to stop here and tell you to reflect on the throne of God. Child of God, just close your eyes. Reflect on the throne of God. There is the King of Kings seated there. There is the Almighty God seated there. Besides him, there is Abraham. Oh, the God, the God, our, our father, our grandfather. There is is Jacob the Israel, there is Isaac, oh they are the saints, the 24 elders, they are bowing down on the throne of God, oh they are angels, they are angels on the throne of God, therefore as you come before him, may you purify your heart, oh Isaiah tells me that you, I'm, I'm tired of your detestable assemblies. Therefore, as you come before the Lord, just purify, just call the blood of the Lamb. Call the blood of the Lamb to worship you, to, to wash you, to wash you, to wash your entire family, to wash your bloodline. Before you speak anything, before you speak anything, God is holy. God is holy. Before you ask him for a job, before you ask him for healing, there is that holiness that he wants. There is that worship that he wants. Oh, many of our prayers have been blocked by the king of Persia. In Daniel chapter 10, the Bible tells me that Daniel prayed. Daniel prayed. His answer from heaven was released. His answer from heaven was released. But there is that principality, the king of Persia that holds the prayers. And indeed the scripture tells me that the angel Michael was sent. The Lord is telling me, most of you pray, but you don't invite the angels of God. May you reflect on the angels of the Lord that angel that came to Joseph and said you will conceive a child. May you reflect on those angels, the ministry of angels. When Jesus fasted and came out of the fasting, the Bible tells me that the devil came and tempted him. The devil came and tempted him, but because he was filled with the Holy Spirit, because he was filled with the Holy Spirit, he said, Satan, go behind me. Satan, go behind me. And indeed, when Satan left, the ministry of angels started, and that is when Jesus was sent into ministry. Maybe you are in ministry. You just came and said, me, I love the Lord. I want to serve him. And you have never said, God, what is my purpose? What is my purpose? As you come to adore the Lord in prayer, just define and say, God, send me your angels to guide me. We are praying, sisters, we are praying, brothers, we are praying. Just adore the Lord. Don't tell him that I want you to heal me. Don't pray anything. Just adore the Lord. Worship him. Say, God, I want to learn to worship you. I want to learn to repent. Oh, may you break me. Break me and mold me. Break me. Some of you are too hard. Some of you are too complicated. Some of you are too difficult for God to, to deal with. All you want is you just come, you just stand before God. 
God and say, I know my mother is praying. I, the Lord wants you to connect. The Lord wants you to connect yourself. Just connect. Just connect to the throne of God. Connect to the throne of God. Say, God, I'm a woman of unclean lips. Say, God, I have a lot of hatred in me. Purify me. Purify me. That is adoration. The Lord wants you to be pure. The Lord wants you to be pure. Isaiah 59, the Lord is leading me in repentance. Just repent. The Lord says in Isaiah 59 that the Lord's ears are not deaf. His hand is not too short to, to save you. Maybe you're praying for something. Maybe you want a child. Maybe you want a job. Don't pray for those things. Don't pray for them. The Lord is saying, let them repent. Let them repent. Maybe some of you don't even know God as, as your personal Lord and Savior. I pray that the Lord will break that heart. Break that hard heart and give you a soft heart that you will be able to receive Christ. And, and if the provost or any reverend is here, he will lead us in repentance. He will, re he will call those who want to be born again. Friends, don't wait for Sunday. We cannot wait for Sunday to be born again. You cannot wait for Sunday to renew your life. Every day, every day, just come before the Lord. Say, God, oh, that Bible tells me the Lord is leading me in Second Chronicles verse 7 and 14, that when I close the heavens, when there's no rain, oh, when I close the heavens, the Lord has the power to close the heavens, to close the heavens you might come before the Lord when he has already closed on you. Maybe he has, himself has closed the womb. Himself has closed the streams of money. Himself has made a situation in your family. Himself has brought a situation in your family that you call him, that you humble yourself before him and say, God, oh, the Bible says that when my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves, repent of their sins, turn away from their wicked ways, that the Lord will hear from heaven. He will hear the land. He will hear the land. He will hear the land. Most of the times we don't need to come before the Lord with many words. Maybe you're crying. You're saying, God, me, my village is down. You left me. You left my family. No, the Lord wants you to humble yourself. Humble yourself before him and say, God, here I am. Break my heart. Break me and mold me. Break me and mold me. Psalms 51 one tells me that David committed adultery. He committed adultery and he came before the Lord. He said, oh God, creating me a clean heart, creating me a clean heart. Let that be creating me a clean heart and do not cast me from your presence. Holy Spirit, I pray that that shall be order in this place. Oh, Holy Spirit, just continue to pray. Just say, God, a broken heart, a contrite spirit you do not despise. Lord, here I am. Here I am as the year is beginning. As the year is beginning, I recommit myself before you. I recommit myself before you. Don't ask for anything. Don't ask for anything. If any of you is praying for anything except repentance and brokenness, you're just disobeying the spirit of the Lord. Just come before the Lord. Maybe someone is, maybe someone's, Miracle has been held because of failure to worship the Lord. Yeah, that is why the Lord is leading me in. Just, just come before the Lord. Isaiah 64 tells me, Isaiah wanted to, the Lord to rend the heavens and come down. Oh, but down the Bible says, Isaiah says our righteousness is like filth rugs. And he says, God, you are the porter. 
and we are the clay. May you allow the Lord to mold you into the vessel that will serve him. The vessel that will come before him in prayer. And you just find yourself adoring the Lord. And as you adore him, and as you worship him, oh, reba jaka rebo jene rebo jaka tayane rebo jeke tere brakaya rebo jetere reba. All saints, may you worship the Lord. All saints, may you break before the Lord. What this, what Satan fears most, that he cannot fight a broken heart before the Lord, a repentant heart before the Lord. God gave you the son. The Bible says, John chapter 3, verse 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but shall have eternal life. Maybe some of you are perishing already when you are walking. Let me tell you, some of us, we do not need to bury. The devil has killed most of us and we are walking. But I want to tell you, Jesus has eternal life. May you receive Jesus this morning. Maybe you've walked with Jesus for 10 years, but you've not seen him work in your life. Just repent. Just break it before the Lord. Therefore, as I hand over to Harriet, I want to thank you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I want to thank you that you've led me to to lead your children in a direction. The Bible tells me in Matthew chapter 28 that when Jesus was in the tomb, the angel came. This morning, the Lord wants you to connect with the angels, to involve angels in the ministry, to involve angels and the Holy Spirit, the blood of the Lamb. That is how you can overcome the enemy, nothing else. The blood of Jesus, the Holy Spirit, the angels of the Lord, then nothing like I will go and, and offer, nothing. You need those things, you need those weapons first. The helmet of salvation is number one. The helmet of salvation is number one. I was telling you Matthew as I finish, Matthew 28, the Bible says, I'm paraphrasing as the spirit of the Lord leads me. When Jesus was buried, and on the third day, the angel of the Lord came and rolled away the stone. And that angel came in form of lightning and thunder. And the stone was rolled away. The stone was rolled away from the tomb where Jesus was buried. Friends, we have a risen Christ. Our God is alive. Jesus is alive. If you know you have been walking with your God as a God of, uh, if you know you always walk with something tied on your, on your chest, put in your handbag, because these things I know they are real. Maybe you want a promotion and all you want is, is to sleep with your boss and you think that is the best you can do. Friends, we have a, we have. Jesus, who is alive, our God is alive. And the Bible tells me down that the stone was rolled away. 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 We have Jesus, he's alive. And he's, uh, he's seated at the right hand of the Father. He's seated at the right hand of the Father, interceding for us. He's the name you have to go through. He's the name you have to go through. Just like you can stand in the courts of law and there is a Lord, I don't know the, the titles, uh, there is the, uh, you know, 
what I'm saying. There's a witness, there's an advocate. Jesus is our advocate, the one who speaks to the Father on your behalf. Oh my God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus, for being with us this morning. May you teach your children how to repent. May you teach your children how to adore you. Father, I bless your name. I worship you. I give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.